Hello and welcome to the Fintech Australia podcast, Finney Special, presented by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. With the help of the Victorian government, Bogus and BPay, we're bringing you Australia's largest and most prestigious Fintech awards yet. We want you to tune in and pick the winners. And this year, you can join in virtually, in person, or host your own office party. So wherever you are, let's come together and recognize the amazing people Aussie Fintech is renowned for. Go to thefinnies.org.au. GoCardless are sponsoring the Emerging Fintech Leader of the Year Award. GoCardless is taking the pain out of getting paid for businesses with recurring revenue. To everyone at GoCardless, we appreciate your support in making this year's Finneys happen. I'm joined by Oliver Kidd of Archer, and he's up for Emerging Fintech Leader of the Year Award. Welcome to the show, Oliver. Hi, Dexter. Great to be here. Hey, it's um, great to have you here and well done on making it to the finals. I mean, just such an esteemed um, group of finalists that you're in, um, not just in this category, but every category. Well done. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm obviously really, um, yeah, humbled to be even on the short list, I think is is awesome. I didn't, didn't really expect it. Um, so, yeah, and then looking at the caliber of, you know, of, yeah, as you say, not just not just the emerging leader of the year, but but all of the awards. It's, it's a really exciting time in fintech in Australia um, in general. I think, notwithstanding the broader circumstances. Absolutely. Well, look, maybe you could tell the listeners a little bit more about Archer and and the business. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I guess you know, assuming of starting from the from from nothing, basically, we 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 have an interesting story because we we were a um, a consumer facing neobank. I think that um, you know we. I mean, when we when when I started the business, that was what that was what I wanted to build. That's where I saw the opportunity, and that's where um, we were going for for the longest time. And um, and then, like like with many businesses, things things happened, and other opportunities kind of made themselves known to us. And then, um, you know, since late last year, early this year, we, we've kind of shifted to focus on um, the SME market. And and you know, short short summary of what we're doing now is we're building a corporate credit card for for small and medium sized businesses. Right. And we think that um, you know it's one of the areas that's been neglected by um, you know larger larger banks and other financial institutions. And I, and I think that there's you know a lot that can be done to help out those those types of businesses. Mm. Um, and and there's a lot of problems that can be solved by improving you know the corporate credit card yeah. experience, which is what we've kind of all very keenly focused on doing now. Right. So as you pointed out, it's not a really a, a product that we've seen in Australia before. Um, I mean, if we look globally, are there any comparisons that you could use to kind of you know, give a little bit more context around what you know, where, where you're targeting? Yeah, I think certainly globally there are there are comparisons. I think the US is probably the most advanced market when it comes to um, corporate credit cards being you know, uh, reinvented. I suppose Brex is is one one example, which I think probably you know many listeners would know of. There's Ramp in the US as well, um, Divi in the US as well, and then there are some in Europe also. So Plio. Um, among others, um, are kind of popping up, and um, it's yeah, I think it's a really exciting time, and um, you know, 
in Australia, I think it's it's a it's certainly kind of a greenfield opportunity. Yeah. Um, we're here to talk about your nomination for emerging fintech leader of the year, and I, I wanted to just have a chat with you, if I may, around I guess um, you know your approach to leadership, and specifically, I guess you know the the style of leadership that you've brought to to Archer. Well, I mean, yeah, look, my my background is in law. Um, so I was a lawyer for, you know, I tra- I studied law, I trained as a lawyer. Um, and then I went in-house and did some work with different tech companies and started off the back of it, you know, Archer off the back of that. So I don't have, um, like a lot of founders, I think, in fintech, I don't really have formal kind of leadership mm. experience outside of, you know, professional services, really. So for me, like finding my feet as a leader um, in, in Archer was a, was like a, a real learning experience. And I think that, um, you know, (laughs) baptism of fire, probably, um, trying to, trying to build a business from, you know, to found a business and as a solo founder and then trying to, um, bring on board a team and keep everyone, you know, motivated and and interested and moving forward. And I think I probably underappreciated how hard, um, you know, leadership is, you know, as a quality in general, I think, you know, I think for my for my life in general, I've I've kind of always seen myself as a leader, but I rarely have been kind of called to like right go on, go on lead a team to achieve you know X Y Z. So yeah. for me, it was you know very much a baptism of fire and trying to find my feet in terms of like what is my leadership style, how 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 you know what works, what works for me, what am I comfortable with, what what do I need to get comfortable with, and I think. Um, you know, on reflection, probably the way that I kind of approach leadership now is, um, pro- I think probably two things: um, hiring people who are smarter than me, and um, and and making sure that they they like working in the business and that they're motivated to kind of um, to continue doing that and um, and delivering on things. And then and then the second one is I think acting as a bit of like a damn wall in terms of making sure that people know the things that they need to know to do their jobs and mm. that, that keeps everyone motivated and moving, but are kind of shielded from the harsh reality of yeah. what can often be the case in fintech particularly this year um i think that you know it's almost like <laughs> trying to fly a plane a lot of the time with none of the engines working or only one of the engines running and trying to keep all the passengers um happy and excited that we're going to get to the destination without knowing that there's so many problems we're facing so i think it's um yeah i think they're probably the two big lessons i took out yeah. of it you know which is like i can't do everything myself and i need to you know pick and choose what people are exposed to yeah. and when I love that analogy that you've just used, and I'm going to kind of add a little bit more to it to make it even more complex, right? You ain't got the navigation system to tell you where you're going yeah. as well. Yeah, and I, yeah. it's you, know, you raise such an important point around leadership. If you ask 7.6 billion people in the world what leadership is, you'll get a different answer from every one of them, right? Yeah, great. So it's been a yeah a, a remarkable year in, in many many ways. Um, Obviously, you know, you're in Victoria, COVID's had a huge impact. How has that affected your approach to the business and, and your leadership? Well, I mean, yeah, COVID, yeah, I mean, there's no end to, I mean, I could talk for days. I'm sure everyone could talk for days about how hard um, COVID has been on, on their business. It's, it's the same for everyone, right? But um, from our point of view, I think it was, Look, I think it was particularly bad, and I'm sure. Again, I'm sure everyone will say it was particularly bad for them. But we 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 had planned to raise a you know a a fairly reasonable tranche of funding at the start of this year. I think um, the model that we had been operating on is fairly capital light, and, and we've we've been trying to get as far as we can on you know the smell of an oily rag, and um, which isn't to say you know we haven't raised money. We've, we've raised you know reasonable reasonable rounds of funding, but not 
not of the quantum that is really required to build, you know, a banking business, let alone, uh, sorry, a credit card business, let alone a banking business. Um, so we, we kind of, you know, hung our hats on, on getting our raise done in the, in, the, in the start of this year. And then, and then COVID kind of like, like anyone who was in the market looking for money at that time, COVID kind of put a bullet in, yeah. in that, um, in that idea. And so it was very much a matter of like through COVID making sure that people had faith that myself and, and the team were going to get it done and deliver the funding that the business needed to go forward because you know, we have teams of developers and growth people and, and everyone doing their jobs and who, who we you know love having in the business and you know want to grow with them but they're kind of sitting there going oh my god like is this the end of yeah. is this the end um so i think it's really important I, I, we just found like that keeping everyone motivated and being kind of um transparent when we need to be on on the challenges that we're facing but but also you know, very clear on what the plan is to solve those those challenges, and like we we lost no staff through through COVID, and we did ultimately deliver a, a round of capital you know, in the middle of the year, um, which is just so important for the business to build mm. trust between between us and our team and our investors and everyone that you know we can deliver, notwithstanding the circumstances, we can deliver on um, on what we what we set out to do, and you know getting that done through COVID was just a like a yeah. It seemed like an insurmountable, an insurmountable challenge, um, but very pleased to have gotten there. I'm just so, so blown away and impressed by um, everybody that's a finalist, but in particular, the emerging leader category. And the reason why, you know, I've been 22 years, I've been hiring leaders. And I just think that the, the current crop it's just, it's remarkable, right? Not just, I think, how adaptable they are, but um, how they're just leading the charge, right? And taking these challenges, I mean, they're just huge, right? It's just amazing, right? That to, to see how people not only have kept their kind of wits about them, but have actually overcome what are significant challenges in significantly challenging times. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I think to an extent COVID kind of plays into an emerging leader's hands a little bit because I think that naturally you have a bit of a feeling like, okay, I don't really have formal financial, you know, financial training in, in banking or financial services or whatever it is. And, you know, I'm coming in I'm young, I want to do this myself and, you know, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, I'm just going to go and build this business and I know it's going to work because I've, you know, because you back yourself, you think you're intelligent, you can get it done. And But there's still, a, you know, a part of you that kind of thinks, oh, what if someone else knows more? What if I've missed something? Like, I don't know what, you know, you've got that kind of voice in your head telling you like almost like imposter syndrome a little bit. But I think then when COVID came along, you know, not only are you, you're naturally kind of in a position where, you know, you need to disregard all of the reasons why you should stop it, all the reasons why you shouldn't do something because of the risks involved in building a business and all that kind of stuff. But now, you know, the rule book's kind of been thrown out and almost levels the playing field in terms of experience, because you know that ultimately not no one in no one's lifetime has there been something like this yeah. happened before um you know there is no playbook there is no experience that someone else has that's better than what you've got you just need to go with your gut and and, and keep going yeah. and you're already in that cadence of kind of delivering um and and not stopping in, in the face of hurdles so i think it kind of you know you're already of the posture where you can keep going uh, and then suddenly the rule book gets thrown out and the playing field's leveled and i think you kind of lean into that a little bit so um, you know, for me, I think if there was any positive to take out of out of coronavirus, and there are few, um, one is perhaps the playing field was leveled a little bit, and you kind of get an opportunity to come into your own as a leader outside of the framework that's kind of set in terms of the expectations around leadership. Amazing. So, like, I mean, you know, as a as a as a 
person that's in their mid forties and that's taken, you know, the the last few years on you know, that I've started to, um, you know, kind of come to the same mindset of you as you, you know, through the experiences that I've had as well. I think it's just it's so good for the future, right? That people are having these experiences and it's almost kind of accelerating their learning where. It's a bit like the movie The Matrix, you know, we've got, where, <laughs> you know, where we've just got people that through experience are doing in, you know, five years what took somebody that worked in a bank 20, 25 years to figure out. Yeah, I mean, it's just endless learning, right? It's yeah, like, it it's, is. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, a baptism of fire, I mm. think is, the, is, pro, is probably the phrase. And, you know, it's a good outcome. Pick up, pick up a huge amount in a very short period of time. Yeah, I agree. Now you've been brave enough to to take the pivot. What's the future now for Archer? Well, I mean, yeah, and that, I, yeah, that was that was a very hard call to kind of say, right, we're going to go and focus on this on this corporate credit card um, space, and that's going to become our priority because you know you have a you have a a body of investors who have, who have backed you to get to where you want to go, and suddenly you're kind of changing the plans a little bit. So that was a really really challenging decision, and, and something that we're obviously very thankful that you know, all of our investors have backed us to do and understand understood the logic of our thinking you know what's next for us i think you know we're, we're live now which is really exciting i think that's you know obviously the biggest milestone that we've 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 hit you know we're revenue positive we've got a product in market we've got customers coming on board um albeit you know a closed program for the moment um so it's really exciting and i think what's next for us is is, is growth hopefully i think that you know, since moving into this space and focusing very closely on the small business segment, like the, the opportunities are just endless, the gaps, the problems, even just like firsthand, the, the challenges we have had doing the most basic things, um, you know, in our business without whether it's our banking partners or our foreign exchange partners or whoever it is, um, just endless, endless hurdles put in the way of us. And there's, so, we just think there's so many opportunities, so many of them can be solved with a corporate card. Um, we think that it's a great foundation to to set up a customer base on and then, and then grow from there. The feedback we've got from customers has been incredible. We're very excited with you know, the interest that we've managed, that we've managed to garner. Um, so yeah, what's next for us, I think, is acceleration and growth. And I, I would really hope to be talking to you next year um, you know, on the basis of us having made a real impact in the small business community and with a, with a long list of very happy customers. Well done. Well, look, I mean, from behalf of everybody in the community you know well done on um your your achievement and good luck in the finals yeah thank you i appreciate it um and finally where can people find out more about archer well you can go to our website uh, and sign up for our for our beta program if that's of interest um it's archer.com.au a-r-c-h-a.com.au